So welcome to the CBGS podcast, a new podcast for a new decade. So we celebrate the start of 2020. I'm delighted to say that Paul Waite and Drew Armstrong join me on the magic table for the podcast today. Happy New Year, listeners. Happy New Year and hello. I trust that you all had a, a fine and wonderful Christmas and New Year break. Yes, Lord Eltham. It's really interesting, I find, at this time of year because there's so many people that either try and switch off completely and have the most wonderful break for perhaps 10 days and then other people that see it as a real opportunity to get some work done whilst they're not being flooded with emails or phone calls. I was interested to see how your break went. Did you, did you manage to switch off, Paul, or did you, were, you, were you working away across Christmas and New Year? Depends what you mean by switched off, really. I think one of the um, byproducts of having a very 24-7, you know, nothing is too much trouble, I'm in the trench with you attitude, is you, you can't take a break from that. So this year, for instance, uh, I spoke to a, a new client for the first time on the 23rd of December, uh, had completed the first R&D claim for them on Christmas Eve. Oh, wow. Uh, then probably exchanged 15 emails between Christmas Eve and uh, the 29th of December, spent half a day in Newport on effectively what was my holiday. Um, so you travelled down to the client to see them? In Newport, yeah. Mm. You know, for a, so I, I managed, I think, on the second day to get an email from him at 10 o'clock at night going, unbelievable, this is unbelievable. So between the 23rd and the 29th, I managed to get every service for Aspen Wake that there could be. So I started off R&D claim, made, appointed the accountants, tax advisors on the 29th. Did you get any time off? That sounds incredible to actually... But I, I, I guess it's... The, the thing there is exactly what you said. When you offer a complete service to people and you want to do your absolute best, then... Just because it's that week, you've you, you got a decision to make. You either want to help or you don't. Well, in, in this particular case, um, and I didn't know this to start with, so uh, I was simply copied in on an introductory email, uh, and I looked at it, and being a strong team player, which I am, I actually said, so you know, one of the good, the good things about being a, a proactive person, and I think we've discussed this before, you know, I think people that really get on in the world, it doesn't matter whether you're Drew's age, your age or mine, uh, you actually see an opportunity and you don't have a committee meeting about it. Mm. You know? So I looked at it and I thought, I can, I, I can, I can, I can do this. So mm. without talking to anyone else who was copied in, I went straight back to the client and said, I will personally do your R&D claim because I have the time to do that, but this is what, these are my rules. Mm. Okay. Then I managed to get within a day an email from him saying you are you are unbelievable, <laughs> and 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 an equally uh, effusive supportive emails from colleagues. So I then found out that this 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 company was in a lot of trouble with a winding up order from the revenue for six hundred thousand pounds, which obviously I hadn't figured on. That changed the dynamic because it meant that we weren't by any means guaranteed to get paid. 
So I, I effectively had a decision to make, which was, was which was very easy. So it was it was a hundred naught, you know. So effectively, I was on holiday, and I intended to be on holiday. So it doesn't mean so I I, I had I had tasks that I intended to do very much like you say. I'm sitting at home. I'm not going to get bothered. I can write a technical report about horse racing or something, you know. <laughs> but then, of course, uh, then you've got a situation where you've got a guy in clear distress. He doesn't... The people that he has... The people who should be uh, fighting with him have either left him or have caused the problem in the first place. So at, when I actually went to see him, I actually said, I am on holiday. But I had a, a simple decision to make. I was either fully committed to saving you or I wasn't. If I wasn't fully committed to saving you, I wouldn't have turned up, and that, but then I wouldn't have offered our support. I've decided I do want to save you, and therefore I'm here. You know, quite simple. That's a, it's, it's a fantastic thing to uh, do, especially his reaction would have probably given you, even though you were working over Christmas, that reaction that you got given and probably the, the satisfaction of being able to help somebody was, was a nice Christmas present. I'll talk about that. I think... I think um, what it, what it did do, it, so so just finishing off, so one of the things that happened, well, in six days probably, which is which is worthy of a podcast in its own, you could say, is I managed to get him to totally trust me. Mm. So somebody didn't even know who, who I was on the 23rd of December. By the 29th of December, he's basically decided, I'm rowing in with this bloke, this bloke's going to save me, mm. right? So one of the things I was actually thinking about over Christmas, right, quite a lot after that, was because one of the things I did at Christmas as well is I wrote three chapters of my new book. Okay, right, yeah. Uh, and one of the chapters that I wrote was actually a reflection on the last decade. So I was talking about how the last decade started, what sort of mood I was in, what I was doing, what then happened through the decade to get to a point in the second half of the decade, life became wonderful. So I went from being you know, worried, not getting it, to suddenly being someone perceived to be successful, for instance. Uh, so the thing I was thinking about was, what is it about Aspen Weight that has allowed that Spartan story, you know, the 23rd to the 29th thing to happen? Mm. And what, what, what is it? You know, is it, what's different? You know, uh, is it the website? Is it the level of achievement? What is it? What is it? I, I, I think um, going the extra mile for a client um, in a situation like that, like you can gain their trust very quickly because you, 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 like you say about being in the trenches with your clients, you show straight away that you're not just saying that, like I'm here and I'm I'm ready to help you. And I think you can gain trust very quickly in that way. Mm-hmm. I was um, going to ask the question actually, uh, uh, similar to that, which was when you say what has changed, do you mean what has changed for? client to no. come to us or what has changed for you to be able to do that no I was, I was, I was thinking about um, what were the set of circumstances and factors that allowed I suppose a Aspen weight to get the opportunity in the first place mm. and then to be able to advance so quickly and make such great progress and earn trust in such a quick fashion what were all the factors behind that because clearly that isn't something that was true of the whole 26 years of Aspen Waite's life. Okay. You see? That's what, that's um, what was the point. Would you say your attitudes changed from the way that you used to do it? Um, no. No. So you well, no, where, like where, 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 so what, yes, well, actually, yes and no. Mm. So the reason I said no 
Which I think is very relevant in terms of the point you made, which is true, but... Uh, so, Paul of 25, right? So, even Paul of pre-Aspen weight would have, would have gone to the clients on the Monday, mm. Mm. right? Paul, in his first day in Aspen weight, would have done that. So, my, my attitude, per se, hasn't changed... In fact, one of the things that was an early success story when I formed Aspen Weight was that I was able to give a lot more personal attention to people and not be, you know, partner sitting behind my desk and being a fat cat, you know, sort of thing. One of the answers I came up with to the, to the, to the question about what, you know, what allowed this thing to happen was, so this is where I went yes and no. So no, my attitude is the same hasn't changed I think what has changed and and actually I was talking to Ben I think it was last week the other Ben about this last week that I think what has changed even in the last three months is I've always been probably the the most direct person you'd ever meet in business you won't find anyone who can get from A to Z quicker than me you know I, I can I can I can go from not knowing someone to almost being the best mate in a couple of hours you know if I want to but probably if I was doing a sort of summing up of my, of my approach, and I've, I've actually recanted this at least twice in meetings this week already. In, in the past, I, I would have taken the view probably uh, we win a good new client and then I would have said, you know, let's not be aggressive towards that client. You know, let's earn their trust. That might take quite a long time. So my strategy would have been uh, get clients, earn their trust, show that we're good at what we're doing, and then very slowly, maybe over two years, you know, suddenly make them more aware of the fact that we did other things. Whereas now, I've actually done this several times in the last month, I will actually, the first time I meet somebody, I might even say to them, why don't you stop messing around and get yourself the best advisor? <laughs> first, you know, first off in the first meeting. So I think... Yeah. The, the yes and no answer, so the, where, the, where, where the difference is, I think, is I would probably use the word confidence. So, and I'm not, I know that there's no cameras in here and we're doing this uh, as a, an audio show, but I wrote down two words there, Paul. Can you tell me what they are if you can read my... Uh, I wrote them down... That's bef- very rude. <laughs> I, I wrote them down before you gave your answer, just to sort of... Because they were, they were going to be my thoughts. Experience and confidence. Yeah, with the, diff- the, the thing that has changed... I guess com- combined, both those things, mm. it's probably just what you said, like you, you, you've got the experience and the confidence now to think, the confidence, not just confidence as somebody that's prepared to say it, but confidence in yourself. And, we, and in the company, in, in the company and the services yes. that, um, that can actually be offered and that you can say, oh, we can, we can offer you all of these services right now and I, and I know that you're going to be happy with all of them, so just get on with it. That's a great point, actually. Yeah, yeah. confidence yeah, no, totally in what we that. have yeah. as a company. There you go. Really interesting. Sometimes visual things do work <laughs> uh, on a podcast. I've got to ask you, Drew, about your Christmas because Paul's obviously had a very busy one and told yeah. us a fantastic story. What did you get up to? Um, I I had a really nice opportunity to see my family, and um, I, I don't. Uh, I went back to the the family home and spent about a week and a half there, which was really nice. Uh, my, my my family and that, but. I was working a lot as well, not so much on, um, I, I was doing a lot of music stuff, uh, so I got a few few new toys over the Christmas period, a loop pedal and, and things like that, so I got, um, had, a, had up to like three hours a day practice on that, which was 
really good opportunity to <laughs> opportunity opportunity so you got you got some good rest which yeah, is good yeah. interesting from a, a a general business point of view if you were given advice to somebody now i know you're going to say to me well this depends who i'm giving advice to and what situation they're in but do you think it's good for people to go away and rest for for the christmas period or do you think it's better to to take that opportunity if you really want to get somewhere to say no keep working through christmas because you'll get to where you want to be was that just depending on circumstances? It's a naff question, really. The answer, anybody that knows me knows that the answer to all questions is depends. <laughs> so that, that, is, that is something I can definitely tell you. As, as a generalisation, I think the answer would be people should go on their Christmas break and get some, some degree of rest. I think the, even if you are partially working, so I have never not partially worked... So I think, for instance, you know, it, I, I probably wouldn't have been able to write three chapters of my book in any other period would I no you know so so I think Christmas the Christmas period uh I said to you when I met you this morning you know I I personally find uh, that whole week almost unsettling oh yeah I remember yeah. in a meeting you were saying about that and I I, I kind of thought of it as like the tw- the twilight zone like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a very good way that's a very very good description <laughs> New Year's Eve in particular I find unsettling so it, it's it's uh, I think it, I think especially it, for somebody in my position I think it has to be uh, a period where you take time to reflect, take time mm. to reflect on where you've got to, who you are, what's what's coming up. That in itself is sort of exciting, but also slightly unsettling, mm. you know, mm. because it's it's a bit like um, I guess how an athlete would feel training for a race. And how he feels before the race, and actually what happens when the gun goes and he starts running. It's mm. a really good analogy, actually, to to that period. <laughs> I, I, we, as we were talking when we came in, I feel very the same. I'm, a, I'm quite a creative person. My mind ticks over every day on different things. So I, like yourself, found a little bit of time to to write part of a, a novel that I'm working on. And it was interesting because I switched off from work. Drew did next. Yeah, that's it. Switched off from work, but then my mind, my brain had to work on something else. It had yeah. to be busy, right? I've got this another, got another project now. This is going to get all the stuff out. I'm going to write and get myself into this. I find it very difficult to do that natural thing that people seem to do, which is sit in front of the TV. I'm not mm. a big one to do that anyway, but at Christmas I get restless Mm. And I want to get back to work. I think if you are creative and you do have a work ethic, you know, it's hard to switch that off. And it's, 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 it's good to, to do that, even if it's not um, the same thing you always do throughout the year. Like, it's an opportunity to say, like, you with your novel or, or you writing your chapters, Paul, me with my loop pedal. <laughs> it's like, you know, you just get that little time to explore what you want to do in a different way normally. Yeah, so one thing that several people that uh, have known me for a time would have been pleased with is the other thing I did do over Christmas, I went cycling on seven days out of eight. Well, that's good, go. yeah. Uh, and, and, and I obviously, I went cycling on Christmas Day and dedicated a photo I took to you. Yeah, loved so that. So I cycled that's... down to the beach uh, at Apple State, I think it was, on Christmas Day, Yeah, which was, which was rather lovely. It was actually a very lovely morning. Mm. Um, so I, but I, I actually, I actually uh, went cycling every single day at Christmas other than the day I went to Newport. That's great. I love... Getting out on the bike is one of my favourite things. I managed to get out twice over Christmas. Um, but yeah, that picture you, t- you took, wh- um, where was the picture that you Burnham took? Sea. Yeah. Yeah. Are Burnham we? On sea. I just booked Cornwall for March. One of my favourite things to do, take the mountain bike down there. And 
and go and do that. But I'm digressing a little bit. I was going to say, actually, just before you said that, I was going to say what you should have... Uh, we could have all swapped because you were writing. I was doing some writing, you know. You just, but then one of us would end up with a loop pedal. <laughs> know what to just the chapter on repeat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one of my pet hates for Christmas, and I'm not Scrooge. I do enjoy it, but New Year's resolutions. When people say that word, <laughs> it makes me cringe because it does make me think of those people that will be in the gym. Um, for a month and then not go. Hearing about the new diets and everything. The new year, new me is another one that I don't (laughs) like. But I'm a very positive person and I like the idea of setting objectives, so I prefer to call it that. But I guess in the most common sense, we're probably talking here about New Year's resolutions. I'm interested, as I would be with anybody at this time of year, um, if you've set any resolutions or objectives or new goals, because it seems to be the time of year that people do it. Yeah, but I, I, we, we talked about this before the podcast started, and uh, I, I think the answer has to be for somebody in my position that um, resolution is, is is a totally inappropriate word. And if I was, as the chief executive of the Aspen Wake Group, in a situation where I was knee-jerking over the Christmas period to come up with resolutions, I think it would be a very, very reflect very poorly on me. So Personal ones, though? So you- my take on that, so just to finish that off, is so I think the counterpart of resolutions for me would be the Aspenweight business plan for this year. Yeah, yeah. So obviously we have a set of objectives for this year, which I'm committed to, um, and, and those would be the resolutions. I have had resolutions, personal ones in the past, and I guess you know things like um, you know things like losing weight, things like um, thinking about diet, you know those sort of things are probably probably nearly everyone. So they, those would be mm. true. Probably uh, a fusion of the personal and the business, uh, without getting too deep on this, is I'm very committed to, I suppose, the concept of simplicity. So I, I have been very decisive in the period between about the 30th of December and 3rd of January in terms of individuals that perhaps upset me a bit or I'm not entirely comfortable with businesses I've invested in where I'm not entirely comfortable with how they're operating. So I've called three meetings, uh, one tomorrow uh, and the other two over the next few days, where I'm actually going to confront those people. In one case, there's going to be a, a termination of some kind. <laughs> uh, because I'm, I'm, I've, I've decided that I'm not... Um, you know, I can't... I can't um, carry on a bit like the Prato's law you know in this particular case I've probably got two or three people who are responsible for about 90% of my anxiety uh, but when you actually think about any contribution they make it's it's minuscule so you're saying this is madness you know why would I want to let these people disproportionately bother me mm. you know when they're when they're actually quite small players you know so that's my personal one when you, uh, and I like this interest in that one because um, you, people would look and say that you're a very confident person, you run a very successful business, that when we talk about the growth of the business and how it's growing in a year that, that most do, would be proud to do in 10 years. Yeah. But when you say a resolution like that, it makes me think that's, a, that's even more interesting because it's, um, you, you, you've, you're, you're finding this, it's got to be a an objective or a goal that you've set yourself because it's quite hard for you to have that maybe confrontation. Is that the wrong word with people? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm not talking about necessarily having a confrontation. You know, we're talking about um, 
So perhaps, you know, if you, if you were using the word confrontation, it'd be more myself. You could say you're confronting your demons. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, mm. yeah. Rather than confronting mm. other, other people. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, one of the things I've got much better at is I, I have a tendency, certainly historically, to... So, for instance, five, four or five years ago, in, in those situations, may well have created a negative or a hostile atmosphere prior to the meeting mm. by the way I went about telling the person what was going to happen. Whereas now, I think much more about that. So, I, I will... So, for instance, you know, I, uh, I've sort of set out a broad agenda for one of the meetings, uh, and I decided that my my natural tendency, which was my coach's words, ambush them, <laughs> right? I like that. Which, which which would have been my 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 natural tendency, right? Because they should know the answers. Uh, on reflection, I decided that. I didn't want to be part of a meeting where someone could use that word ambush. Mm. So I've actually given the people coming to that meeting every opportunity to, 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 to accumulate the information they need to satisfactorily deal with the issues. And then there's, but <laughs> having done that, then there's going to be a process which hasn't been planned, if you like, <laughs> um, which, which, is, which, is, which, which will be the interesting bit. Yeah. But 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 I suppose I'm I'm, I'm probably more more people wise and because um, because the end of the day the the purpose of all the meetings is not to fall out with the people I'm meeting right so if, I don't want to fall out with them I just want to say this has got to change this is not acceptable you know there needs to be change I need to see this <coughs> changing uh, now the backdrop to the meeting is if it comes to it if I have to. Then I will exit this business altogether if that's what I have to do to do that. But that's obviously not what I want to achieve. So I don't think you know it's rocket scientists to work out that if if you if you say to someone I want to have a meeting with you and you make it you know a, a non-threatening, more positive type experience, it's far more likely that those people will come into the meeting and engage in a manner that gets you to where you want to go. Yeah, exactly, definitely, and it's a good. It's, I think it's a really good one to, you know, to to think about and it's set as objective. And as we both said, we don't like the, the word New Year's resolution, but it's nice to have some objectives. Did you did you have any? We we'll call them objectives, mm-hmm. but everyone knows what we're talking about. Well, it made me think like this time of reflection over the Christmas period as well, or when you get that break, um, like resolutions. Like I've never really liked resolutions either, or, or calling it like that, like New Year's resolutions, but. For me, it's normally because I know that I won't stick to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it made me think, like, I feel like in work, in a situation where I've got a deadline or a goal or, or, or something expected of me, I will make that deadline or that goal and I won't let anyone down. But if I make a resolution to myself, I probably will like uh, let myself down uh, with that. And, it, and it, <laughs> got me, it got me thinking about that. Like, why is that? You know, like, why? Um, and... Um, it, so it, it kind of made me think about accountability like the probably the reason why I don't um, I, I'm more reliable in work is because I have accountability like with my team and uh, you know things like that so that's probably why I don't want to let anyone down but for yourself you don't have that as much sometimes you should I think uh, but for me personally anyway 
So, yeah, you made me think of ways of how do you keep your, your New Year's resolutions that you would, like, say, make to yourself? And can you, can you um, set your own situation up in a way that you have got some accountability still? And mm, so that was my kind of thinking into it. We're going to come on to that in a minute about how you keep them. It's interesting. It's almost like we're having a, a live appraisal. It's a bit, it's a bit like, a, it's like a kind of mini appraisal slash counselling session yeah. on um, <laughs> uh, what I like to call now I've decided after listening to both of you New Year's Reflections New Year's Reflections um, yeah. which I think is uh, quite interesting I think mm. f- for me um, that we've ha- we're now that we're having this deep moment I think s- similarly to, to you just one thing I try and take into the new year and for me this year I think it's more personal and business and they're both tying together is just trying to trying to do things and I thought about this when I was writing uh, over the Christmas period sometimes for me I find very difficult the um, perfectionism you know, being perfectionist mm. and always wanting that chapter or that that writing session to be absolutely perfect so I've got everything and I'm ready to write and actually I, what I've written is brilliant and I'm happy with that and I think for me more this year and it does go into work slightly as well um, when you think of creative production and shows to actually say okay you've got to have some element of perfectionism that's your standards but I can just pick up a notepad and on the train home and do some writing might not be the best environment it might be loud I might be squashed in but I could get something done because it's going to get me towards my end goal and and similarly to work you know that there may be um, shows or bits of production or video that need to be done that you you might not I think I want to sit and spend two hours on this but actually it's good to get it done so that's a little personal personal goal or objective or reflection whatever you want to call it Paul I don't know what you think the best word is for it reflection it It doesn't matter does it it's just a musing really aren't we so um let's move it into looking at it from a business point of view we've we've both we've all said actually that all of our reflections have been both personal and business you mentioned about keeping them from a from more of a business standpoint, if if you're if you've decided you've you've reflected on your business over the Christmas period of the New Year, and you want to stick to all these new things, whether that's from the way you manage your staff and the way you manage y- y- your budgets, your finances, how do you make sure that you uh, that you keep them, that you stick to them? Are there are there? Let me try and explain this a little bit better. Are there are there ways that you would say to somebody? It might be psychological. You know, actually, write it down on a, on a, in detail why you're doing it, why you want to achieve it, and then keep coming back to it in April if you just think, well, I can't. You know, I'm letting that slip. I'm letting that slip. Is that one way of perhaps looking at it? Um, well, I think um, if you look at it from a business point of view, that that sort of that whole ramble of yours was very unstructured, wasn't it? So it was, you, yeah. You so could, you couldn't possibly operate a business in that sort of chaotic environment, in my opinion. Fortunately, I'm just asking the questions, so that's, that's okay, not giving the uh, resolutions. So obviously, my, my point earlier was that, that the resolutions are, in fact, in the business plan. So uh, you have a business plan, and therefore you follow your business plan. So we have objectives such as, for instance, uh, probably my, my probably, possibly my single biggest objective in this year is to take over merge with a, a, a good firm of accountants in Wales, for instance. You don't, you, don't, you don't sit there then and go, oh, well, I might or I might not, or I forgot about it today, you know. Mm. Uh, it has to be, it, it, it's, a, it's a clear objective, uh, and, and you'll, you'll find with me, I'm all over it. 
Mm. So, you know, we've, we've had a meeting. I've told the, the team in Wales what the strategy is, why we're doing it, what sort of, what the targets are. Mm. And then all over but the people saying... It can be like that for all of um, ev- everything that you would have in your business plan. Say. So that's your priority. That's like, your, that, that's like the most major one, the most important one. Uh, one of them, or, yeah. Or one of them, yeah. yeah. So like... What about, like, say, some of the the smaller ones? Um, if you know what I mean, like, how how do you stick to every everything? Because I think I think people can like uh, setting real. I think you've said about blue sky before about like setting realistic goals. You know, like because I think sometimes um, you can think, oh, this would be the perfect thing, but you need to be very like realistic and keeping uh, to the plan and keeping. I'm not sure where you're going with that. I mean, I, um, either I think the, businesses I, find it hard to sometimes to completely stick to everything that they would say that they wanted to do in well, a year. So, firstly, I would disagree. So, with your with your assertion, so I would say that if an objective is in the business plan, then you keep to it. Yeah, it's just a. So it has to happen. You can't say that because there's there's ten things that I want to do that I'm only, I have only got the. Uh, the inclination or willpower to commit to two of them or something. So it's inclination yeah. and willpower. You just need to, if you've put no, that you, in your business You either plan, commit to it or you don't. Yeah. Obviously, um, so let's, let's take one of the objectives, which would be our radio station, mm-hmm. right? So I, I will sit there in the background uh, making sure the radio station happens, but effectively in that particular case, I'm trusting Ben to do that, aren't I? Yeah. So probably a better way of putting your point... <laughs> Is is there will be uh, s- certain objectives in the Esplanade business plan, which I will have more input to in, uh, than others. Mm. Some of them I'm effectively just saying this is what I want to do. You, you, my trusty lord, you, you <laughs> go and execute it. it uh, Perry and Monica and corporate finance yeah. would be a, would yeah. be another one, right? I'm not actually going to drive the corporate finance. You know, the only the only uh, the only area of Aspen weight that I make any effort myself, you know, to, to develop is effectively business development in Wales. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the truth of it. Everything else is done, um, if you like, you know, uh, at, a, at a higher level, uh, delegating down to someone mm-hmm. to look after that particular task. The other thing I wanted to say um, that spun off one of your points was I think one, one of the things that is a great advantage of Aspen Weight uh, which which I think in many aspects makes it practically impossible for people to compete with us, is I think there's a difference between being committed to a business plan and losing sight of flexibility. Okay. So I think agility, mm. agility, mm. ability to move quickly, ability to change your mind, ability to recognise an opportunity you didn't know was going to be there, is essential. So I think you can have a framework of a plan but that can change because something happens and you go, ah, this is, this, I've got to do this. And there's the million dollar answer. And I knew when I, we, when I started with a question, I don't think it was very well worded and I will say that, but <laughs> that what I was after was what can you do as a business or a person in a business? You don't have to be running a business. You can just be work, uh, somebody who works in any business and you've set your objectives. And if you are a CEO or a business owner, what do you do to keep Keep doing those, and you rephrase the question, Drew, in it a slightly different way. But there's the golden answer, which is actually to be flexible and to be able to look again. So you're not really as, as if I'm running a business, I'm not saying, 
oh, do you know what? It's April. I've not done that. And I've not done this. I've not done that. What you've got to have the ability to do is actually sit down again and say, right, well, okay, well, what are the reasons? It what actually might have to change right opportunities yeah. to change maybe uh, this because it's not working for me or it's not working for the business. Mm. Yeah, the, yeah an, 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 an analogous, yes, analogous point to that would be, uh, so for instance, I've had, I had a, an extremely successful meeting this week, which I won't uh, talk too much about because it wouldn't be right. But similarly, so this is also a sign of flexibility. So the fact is, I am now confident on Thursday, the 9th of October, uh, January, whatever it is, October, where does October come from? <laughs> uh, 9th of January, that uh, one of my principal objectives for this year is now capable of being a reality very quickly. Right, in the first, effectively in the first week back. However, uh, and this this is this is a this is also a, 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 a flexible point. What I would not be able to tell you is how, in fact, that objective is going to be realised, because there's a difference between uh, what happens quite often is so. I I identified a commercial need or a commercial. Uh, Objective of why we needed to grow our accountancy practice in Wales. Okay, that was that was I think the right strategic thing to come to. Then, of course, uh, you have the unknown. Who are those people going to be? Mm. What sort of people are they? It, everyone is is different. So the the chemistry in in different meetings will in, invariably be very different. You know, so. My biggest dilemma in my mind at the moment, which has been actually there now for two whole days, because you know we got to a point in this meeting where I, you know, I, I, I can do this. These people will sing the Aspen Wait song, you know, they'll dance the Aspen Wait dance. They love it. But I, straight away, I was thinking, but how is this going to work? So when I when we started getting onto the nitty gritty, I actually said, I don't know. <laughs> how this is going to be structured I but said you could feel that it was right still like you could feel no, that it was no, right. so the the the, 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 um, the opportunity in this particular case is even greater than I thought it was mm. and it, when it happens um, so it, I, I will actually look much cleverer than I actually meant to when you when you understand the fit it, it will make us look very, very strategically clever. That's, that's, that's all I'll say. It's like a, it's a teaser, isn't it? It's <laughs> a, and, and coming up in the next episode. <laughs> but but uh, then you have the, 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 the reality of... Ha, ha, so ha, what does that mean? So if if these two cups get together, uh, which how, do they, how does that work? You know, which, which cup gets the water first? You know, whatever the analogy is, you know? So that's, that's the thing that I don't know the answer to. It, it kind of reminds me of what you said earlier about the perfectionist thing, Ben, and like and like sometimes you could almost like look at a situation and and, and look at it too hard and and um, you know it, you just if you can see an opportunity, you can see it's good, and you know that it's going to work. You have that feeling that it's going to work from your experience and your intuition. Then that's that's the important thing. Um, some of the nitty gritty details aren't as important at that stage. It's just recognising those opportunities. and It brings us on nicely to looking forward to 2020. Not the cricket, but <laughs> the, uh, the, the the year. Uh, that's, that's all it, it reminds me of when people say 2020. <laughs> so many exciting things happening. I've got to mention the first one because you've, you've already uh, brought it up, which is the radio station, which we are launching 
this year, which is going to be hugely exciting. And we've we've just got a date actually for the installation of the of the studios and the station. They're going to be state of the art uh, studios. We'll be recording um, various shows and the podcast as well. So that's that's going to be a hugely exciting um, year in terms of media. And there are so many other things as well um, that, that are coming up in in Aspen Waits world this year. Anything in particular? I know that you might say the thing that you can't talk about, but is it for you in the Aspen Weight world this year? What are you most looking forward to? Are there a, a plethora of things? Well, the the, 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 the correct answer is achieving my business plan. <laughs> <laughs> it's very very on point today, Paul, isn't it? <laughs> Going back to the business plan. And um, what about you, Drew? Anything you're looking? forward to particularly it's going to be a big year of learning for me definitely like the re- the radio station all of this the, um, uh, the video capabilities that we're going to be able to go out and meet clients and um, really looking forward to uh, showing the rest of the company like what we can do in all of those areas it's going to be awesome yeah and I do I do appreciate and like the fact that you linked it back to the uh, the business plan because it's um, it is hugely exciting what we put together and what we're trying to achieve no, I mean, without being um, patronising or twee, um, I mean, what, what, one of the things uh, uh, which I would make no apology for, and I would, in fact, I would, I would, I would actually uh, feel quite passionately about this, is uh, it'd be, I, I think it would be a pretty poor thing. Um, so if you turned that around and said, so how, how have we managed to be the fastest growing company in the UK for three years in a row, and that will almost certainly become four years and five years, in my opinion... Um, it, it's because we we do have a strategy, you know. I'm one of the few people who does think about ten years time and fifteen years time and what the next step is. So, if we didn't have a plan uh, and I didn't, I wasn't very focused on it, then I think it would reflect very badly on me personally. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, would. And it's it, it, so I'm very focused. I'm very very. I'm not someone that sets out to do something and doesn't do it. Like my son said to me, eldest son, who probably understands me less in terms of sporting uh, attitude, but when I did my John O'Groats Land's End, you know, even Sam said, you know, Dan would, Dad would still finish if he only had one leg. Yeah, I like that. I like that as well. That's a nice thing to say. I I think that the it goes, everything that we've talked about today has all linked together. We like to use the word New Year's Reflection but ultimately, you kept coming back to the the business plan, and the business plan, if it's if it's that well thought out and that good, should be your, the thing that you're most looking forward to. Should be the biggest part of your perhaps your reflection or or what you're going to stick to in the new year. Um, so it does certainly, from a business point of view, come back to that. And let's not forget that uh, Aspen Weight can help you with all of that. Yeah, one thing, one thing, because um, one of the one of the um uh, aims of the podcast is obviously to educate and advise so um it just occurred to me actually drew used a very good word earlier which i'm uh, i'm gonna uh, leave with my as my last sort of uh, main point is i think across the wider stage in terms of the staff of aspen weight and that includes the big cheeses and myself 2020 is going to be uh, the dawn of accountability so if, if we were looking back, um, in the past, I would say that people on the whole in Aspen Way have not had clear targets. Mm. They've not, you know, they've not been set clear goals. This is, 
this is what is expected of you this that's all changing so uh put in put in a uh, process uh, a brand new unique appraisal process which you you will be joining this year yeah. so you're too it was too new to you joining to, for you to for any, any point in you joining it this year but so we've got a, a new dedicated unique appraisal process um and uh, 2020 will be a year of um, accountability, responsibility, process, uh, and adherence to set objectives. I can't, I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's wetting the appetite already. <laughs> and I, I love an appraisal. I'm used to more giving them now than uh, get, getting them. But uh, I lo- I'm not one of these people that... Uh, appraisal always... When you're in the work and business terms, when people say the word appraisal, you watch people's faces um, and they... It sort of screw them up a little bit because uh, I don't think people particularly like that one-on-one contact either. But I do think they're really great if you use them the right way. It's going to be a really exciting year. One of the things I wanted to just add in, we've talked about so much today on the podcast. And of course, Aspen Weight's complete business growth service means that if, if any of the things, it's a bit like, um, uh, I don't want it to be like the disclaimer that comes on the end of the TV shows. <laughs> if you've been affected by any of the things in this TV show, but if, if you have been engaged let's say and and want to find out more about any of the things that we talked about business plans and setting objectives then do get in touch podcast at aspen-weight.co.uk and we are here to help we are here to support you and we hope this podcast reach as many people as possible and if you want to find out more then then do let us know and we'll get in touch And, and and I have to say this as well on the last podcast Paul just gave out his email address and that is how open you are. And we've said this so many times on the podcast. If someone emails in, you will respond and you will yeah, speak yeah. to them. Absolutely. Um, so, so the last thing for me today is, um, so on the music front, I mean, one, one of the things that's quite exciting about having the radio, uh, the radio programme starting and, and hopefully having my own show is, is I've actually already started thinking about what, what songs I want to play. And which ones would go well together and all that sort of thing. So on that theme, probably the two groups I've been listening to the most over Christmas would be uh, All About Eve, which uh, I introduced you both to. Mm-hmm. You remember December has made mm-hmm. the, uh, the Christmas song list. So um, I've been listening to a lot of, a lot of um, All About Eve. And one of the things, All About Eve did a lot of collaborating with a band called The Mission, who had who probably famous for two songs in particular, Severina and The Wasteland. And um, what we're actually going to play today is Severina. And, and what's, uh, what's, what's clever about this as a link uh, in terms of uh, uh, demonstrating, you know, the, the, the thought process about uh, what sort of songs I want to play and, and all that sort of thing, is um, the female voice on the song is actually Julie Regan, the lead singer of All About Eve. So it's actually uh, it's actually a combination of the, the 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 mission's lead singer with the Severina itself is sung by the lead singer of All About Eve. So um, it's, it's, so it's a great example again of collaboration and uh, two bands that I really enjoy coming together to to create a, a greater sound. And in fact, if you go, if you go on YouTube, there's actually um, a live version where both the bands are playing together, singing Severina. So you've actually got two bass guitarists, two lead guitarists, oh, wow. mm-hmm. uh, the lead singer of the mission and Julie Regan, all there singing Severina. It's uh, really, really awesome.
And I, I think as obviously, thanks for coming onto the podcast to do all the uh, the usual due diligent things at the end to Paul and Drew. Uh, but I think as because we're, we're celebrating 2020, we're looking forward to the new year. One of the big things is the launch of a radio station that is amazing. I think just to go out into the song, you mentioned your show, maybe just put on a soothing radio voice and introduce the song, Paul. You, you, you've got the ultimate chocolate voice. I don't know what I can say to that. So uh, we're going to play out today with a really rocking song, a fantastic guitar and beautiful uh, male and female uh, vocals, uh, Severina by The Mission, featuring the voice of Julie Regan. <laughs> 